Well, welcome back guys to another episode of the Bad Advocates Podcast With me, Tulu, and Nah, McGee <laughs> Your full name, Jesus Christ Yeah They're gonna find you on Facebook uh, I don't care about you. golf <laughs> About who? Golf GOV, government The ops Fuck the ops, yeah I'm on a mission, fuck ops Right, so today's episode will be talking about the Titanic and, you know theories surrounding the titanic the fate of the rm or the hms titanic right so the most common theory around the titanic's sinking is it's probably the you know the whole switcheroo the switch the yeah it's the biggest one yeah definitely There are, there's a lot and a lot of points that point towards mm-hmm. the switch of the Titanic happening. However, the damage from the RMS Olympic, HMS, I keep saying RMS, I don't know why. HMS it's Olympic. Olympic yeah, Olympic. the Olympic, when it, when it crashed with um, the Hawk, um, the damage was around $125,000. The Hawk which was like the, the ship the it crashed into. Yeah, yeah, it crashed into it. Um, they know for a fact it was the Olympic that crashed into the Hawk because there was yeah. white paint found on the hull of the Hawk. It was 100% the Olympic, but then when the Olympic was damaged, it was sealed back to Belfast for construction because it had already went to New York and back and it mm-hmm. was on its way on its way back already. Yeah. Then it landed back in Belfast and they needed to reconstruct it. And then about, I think, three weeks after the Titanic was due to set sail. But there's this thing, as I was saying before to you before this started, about coffin ships. And coffin ships are ships which are over or underinsured. So they are more profitable to the company, being White Star Line, yeah, or Harland and Wolf, to just sink them, yeah, than they are to keep them afloat and keep people working on them. And for the insurance money, yeah. And usually when the crew come up to a ship and they can see that it's a coffin ship and it's going to sink and there's a massive hole in the fucking starboard side of the hull, like there was in the Olympic, they can turn around and say no. But due to like loopholes in the law, you can actually sue, mm-hmm. um, those workers for not wanting to get on the ship because they signed a contract. So a lot of the workers back in Belfast in that time would have just been like, okay, we'll do it because you know they think they're just going to change it. Yeah, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, similarities between the Olympic and the Titanic. One being that the Titanic weighed forty six thousand pounds. Oh, she's a big girl. Oh, she's a poof, hefty, and the forty six thousand pounds. Yeah, and the Olympic was forty five thousand pounds. Okay. Now putting an extra one thousand pounds on a ship. First of all, no one is going to notice what a thousand pounds on a ship looks like. Not mm-hmm. anyone sitting in Belfast. Not yeah. any of the workers. Not any. Not JP Morgan himself. Was it not like, um, in terms of how the aesthetic of the ship after the crash, it like wasn't there like a slight tilt or something? Yeah. Like the Olympus had like a slight tilt. The Olympic. Some of the workers said. So did the Titanic. Yeah, it had um. What it's called is the Olympic had a two degree ship to port list after its collision mm-hmm. with um. There was no signs of a what they call a warped keel. Um, there was no there was no heavy starboard or port side. Usually that's what the two that two degrees would come from. Mm-hmm. One of the sides being, um, too heavy, so that starboard or the port port side, and usually that's due to improper ballasting. And what ballasting is is the way ships float is because obviously they come down in like a triangle yeah. form. There's yeah. water in the bottom of the ship, so it displaces all the rest of the water around it's it, level, yeah. so that it's allowed to float. So due to improper ballasting, if one side's heavier than the other, the ship's gonna have to make a two degree yeah. adjustment to come in. Yeah. The Titanic was never noted as having a two degree um, list to ship port or sh- ship to list whatever it was ship to uh, list yeah, port yeah. was never noted as having that the Olympic was because of its collision with the, mm-hmm, the Hulk. with the Hawk however when Titanic set sail it was known that there was a two degree 
you know, difference in the way that it would have to come into port. Meaning that the R- oh, there's the RMS Titanic. I knew mm-hmm. it was the RMS Titanic. Why wouldn't be HMS? Because it's not a fucking, it's not a military ship. The RMS. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Um. So the only way that they could probably have that two degree change is because the Titanic was the Olympic. But that's what we're here today to discuss. Yeah. Was the Titanic the Olympic? The thing that baffles me more is like this happened what over a hundred years ago, hundred and hundred seven. Hundred seven, yeah. Yeah, hundred seven years, years ago. And it's like, why is there so much information on this? If this happened in today's generation, there'll be people going to prison. It wouldn't even be a theory because yeah. it would be factual. You know, there'd like be they social media, the media. I don't even know because like, think about like journalism back then. It's like you have to write shit down on paper and then go like do yeah. interviews and then yeah, take another shit wherever you work. And it's just like. It seems very tedious and it's quite a long process. So it's like no news would actually come out very fast. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Did you have radio back then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, I'm pretty sure you had radio, like. Okay. Or no, was it all vinyl, maybe? Because radio I'm might be a sure. World War Two thing. Mm. I think radio is a World War Two, like just before World War Two. But they had, um, they still had Morse code yeah. on the ships, you know, they There's could still transfer messages. Yeah. Oh, that was another thing, like with the whole. You know, the captain's very decorated. Yeah, yeah. Like, but on that night, apparently, just. I don't know, maybe he was on drugs, because even in the movie, it just shows him just tripping out. Yeah, but what was it you were telling me before we started with the fucking, the voodoo shit? Oh, yeah, apparently there's a theory that the captain was paid off by, like, you know, all these upper echelons, like J.P. Morgan, the, act, the guy who owned the shipping company and commissioned the boats to be made, that he was paid off by all these upper echelons to purposefully crash the boat. Because when you think about the story... Once they crashed, apparently they crashed a day early. There were no ships nearby. There was a but that's the ship that did help them the was Carpathia. Yeah, it was a passenger ship. Yep. Ship. Sheep. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a passenger ship, which had no passengers, but an abundance of blankets and all this required. Equipment. Oh, so did it have extra ship? That on? leads that yeah that leads credence to the fact that perhaps it was all planned, but there wasn't meant to be this many you know fatalities. So to add to that was um. They also said they put a spell on him. That's why he seems so out of place and out of dates because he was someone that was by the book. He was known as the yeah. millionaire's captain, in a sense. Like, he was notorious. He was the GOAT yeah. back in that day. Oh, like, he's like he LeBron was, James. He was Captain Phillips. Ooh. Well, Actually, well, Captain nah. Phillips wasn't all that. Yeah, he kind of got He got taken over up. by some, yeah. you know, photo Somalis or some shit. Yeah. He's like the fucking LeBron James of the shipping world back in 1912. Pretty much. Pretty much. And I was like, he was by the book, so it just seems out of, out of character that he would be, you know, Telling them to go full steam ahead, even though there's icebergs and you know the lookouts are telling them iceberg ahead, and he's like, nah, you know this is a Titanic. Yeah, I've got a big deck. I can go straight. <laughs> this isn't stopping me. And like even once they coll- collided, they were make they were trying to get him to like, because obviously it's up to him to make certain demand certain calls and protocol procedures. But like, he's second in charge. Was asking him about, oh, should we do the lifeguard procedures or whatever procedure it was? I can't really remember. But he was just standing there, blank completely spaced yeah. out and like he had to take charge and like get everything sorted so it adds credence to the question whether he was you know he knew what was coming yeah you know it seems like he was just shocked and like you wouldn't be shocked because like the training these people go through they are ready for any scenario like even air studders although it doesn't you know seem it they are like ready for the worst case scenarios they're trained in that field yeah. specifically it seems that this sort of Mm-hmm. This whole idea of like the most expensive and the biggest shit in the world seems to be like a pattern that goes on. Like if you look at nine eleven, the biggest fucking buildings in the Western Hemisphere, yeah, insurance fraud. I mean, fucking, mm-hmm. well, we're not getting into that now, but yeah, like, yeah. it's a rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, but like, 
Insurance fraud. Titanic, biggest shit of the time. Insurance fraud. And I feel like John F. Kennedy, one of the probably people say he's one of the best president, presidents, yeah. shot in the fucking head. It always seems to be the biggest shit that always oh, has some, um, well, yeah. some covert shit going on. It never seems to be like some wee shit that was like close to its end days. It's always, you see, it's always the biggest fins at that time, but that's because that's why they're so noteworthy today and newsworthy. Because yeah. if they weren't, those incidents still existed, but we don't speak on them as much because it's not as exciting or. You know, there isn't a lot of stuff surrounding it. Yeah, but like, what's the biggest... Whenever it's something that big, like, you know, 9-11 or the Titanic, there's always going to be big people surrounding it, which makes it more interesting. You know, J.P. Morgan, George Bush, all that type of stuff yeah. surrounding it. Bill Clinton, mm. Jeffrey Epstein. Just oh, start yeah, naming out... <laughs> just start that's, naming out random shit. Yeah, have you ever heard the theory about Bill Clinton, like the Clinton body count? But we won't get into that, but it's very interesting. That yeah, have some, hundreds of thousands of people yeah, have just been I talking about it. Jeffrey Epstein was one. Oh, fuck, I don't 100% believe mm. that... Well, but I don't know. We're talking about Titanic. Yeah. We always get off. Ultimately, story. your theory is that um, the Titanic was switched because, like, another point to make was during when they discovered the wreckage. Apparently, there was some what's it called? You know, like the sign where they like write the name of the boat. Oh, the name plates. Yeah, the, the switch. Apparently, there was like they they discovered the characters M and P. That isn't in the Titanic. Mm. That's more, you know. Olympia. Olympia. Yeah, yeah. There's all those letters in the Titanic. And apparently, they just put like another plate on top of it that said Titanic and whatnot. Yeah. Change the de- change the decor of the Titanic, you know, like I don't know, like a new season of Big Brother, you know, they always change the house yeah. and then just put a new paint job on it and that's um the uncle. And there was another thing was there was a room in the Titanic apparently called the Olympic Room and the Olympic Room was never on the Titanic. It was yeah. on the Olympic. And there was first class there was first class rooms on like second class level. Okay. And the Titanic was built in such a way where everyone was separated. So if you were third mm. class, you stayed with third class. If you were second class, you stayed there. First class did not intermix with those people. Had their own rooms and shit. So having these first class rooms on like the B deck, yeah, was not on the Titanic. It was a feature of the Olympic because mm. it was a slightly older ship by about a year or two. Was it also not a thingy? A difference in the amount of windows, you know, like not windows, yeah, but the, the portholes, like yeah, the, the portholes. Yeah, apparently, I think there was two more on either ship. So I think the Titanic may have had sixteen. But the Olympia had fourteen each side. And some of like each row, I believe so. I, yeah. I'd imagine the ship's massive. I would believe it would be like fourteen on each yeah. side. But um, apparently, like some of the staff also questioned that. And apparently, a lot of workers didn't go because they knew it was like a death trap. Essentially, on they the maiden knew. voyage. Yeah, yeah, they call yeah. it the maiden voyage, and I don't. What does that mean? Does that does maiden mean maiden... Like when it's something you do it for the first time? Yeah, well, like if you have a maiden name, like popping your cherry. Yeah, like no way. <laughs> But like your mum has a maiden name. It's like yeah. her first. It was like her first name before she got married. You know what I mean. So I think it just means like first. Do you not like, think it's funny? Because when I was doing research into this, it was always referred to as the unsinkable ship. And it gets fucking murked. It gets yeah. blipped out by a fucking iceberg. Like literally on its first journey. Yeah. Uns- like fair enough, it wasn't its first journey because you know it's the Olympia. But still, what what do you think? Where's the Olympia today then? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. They see the actual. Olympic ship mm-hmm. it lasted for 24 years and a ship with a whole lot fucking size in it yeah. and that old could not last 24 years that ship was then recommissioned into a ship for I think World War 1 and World War 2 it was like a cargo ship oh, wow, yeah. so it was switched around for different things the name was probably changed whatever It's I think it was it was broken down for scrap metal it never sat in like a dock or anything mm-hmm. which brings about the idea of they wanted to get as much money out of it because that's all really the rich care about how to stay rich yeah. so when they when the Olympic sails back into Belfast you know, three weeks before the Titanic Studio set sail, and they see this massive hole on the side of it, and they go, "Fuck, we can't. We're not making any money off this. We can't. People on this ship, the workers don't even want to work there because it's a coffin ship. Yeah, literally. You know, because it's it's worth more money at the bottom of the ocean than it mm-hmm. is on top of the ocean. So they sort of try to figure out how 
do we make as much money? So apparently what all they had to do was make the slightest of changes. So the Titanic, when it set sail, did not, on its bell, yeah. the Titanic had RMS Titanic on it. When it set sail, did not say RMS Titanic. Um, there is paint differences where it should there where the hull should have been. You can see yeah. in the Titanic set sail, there's like differences in the the get the photo up. There should be a comparison photo type in like Olympic Titanic comparison photo there, and you'll I think you'll be able to see like there's different sort of shaped panels at the back of it. So the thing with the coffin ship is that that's when ships are overinsured, and J P Morgan's got something like I think it was ten to twelve point five million dollars. Yeah, back then. Yeah, so there's the comparison photos. So that's the one you were talking about with the windows, the, the portholes. Yeah, and I, I'm almost 100 percent sure I saw one where there's a difference. It's not those photos there. It might, yeah, there, 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 there. Something was the Titanic. That's actually now that looks like one of them fucking clickbait. Yeah. Fuck that shit. The red circles. Yeah. But he got something like 10 to 12.5 million, which is today's money is like 160 million dollars. Yeah, ridiculous. For that payout. But the Titanic um, was only insured for seven point five million, or was only insured for five million. But he got a five million dollar payout. And they spent more to build it. Uh, it, it cost seven point five million dollars to build the. Oh yeah, it's built for seven point five, and it was insured for five million. Mm-hmm. And then five days before the Titanic took sail, J.P. Morgan took out another insurance claim, which brought it up closer to ten million. But he got paid twelve point five million, and there is no records from Allianz, no records from Lloyd's about the insurance change. Yeah. He just got twelve point five million, and Bruce Ismay went on. Yeah, Bruce Ismay went public to say that only seven point five million was received. Oh. Bruce Ismay's the guy that jumped on one of the the boats when he got away free. Have you ever seen oh, the right, movie? Oh, you know he jumps on one of the kids. kids. First and he's yeah, like, Fuck them. that's Bruce yeah. Ismay with the mustache. He jumped oh, on. Um, but then I saw another another claim that said, um, mm-hmm. "This is the thing about it because it's such you're working with money back then, conversion rates and shit." That said, yeah, the Titanic was underinsured for two point five million apparently. But then that still ties in the coffin ship because then yeah. if it crashes, they're losing money. Even the issue with the lifeboats, like they had the bare minimum yeah. lifeboats required. I'm, not, I'm pretty sure yeah. after the sinkage, they had the first ever like, like a meeting of all these nations about you know ship safety and whatnot. And they made it like a requirement you had to have enough for Life everyone boat. essentially. Yeah, and that brings it back to the point where the Titanic weighed forty six thousand. Oh no, forty five thousand. Or no, forty six thousand, and the Olympic Bigger. weighed forty five thousand. Yeah. They just mm. take some lifeboats off and they. Can easily shave up a hundred thousand pounds. Easily shave up a thousand pounds with a lifeboat. Big wooden fucking lifeboat. And even when they were saving survivors, like the lifeboats, they didn't even fill them up. Which is crazy. No, no, they're like they're like three quarters halfway through. That's yeah. ridiculous. It, probably because everyone was briefed on what was going to happen. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like everyone that was involved there. Um. You want me to discuss my theory? I have. Yeah, which way with the J.P. Morgan one? Yeah. So ultimately, J.P. Morgan is like one of these. The, the Morgan days. family is one of these. You know, like one of these top five families in the world that pretty much control the world. You know, the Morgans, Rothschilds, Rockefellers. So pretty much, he's a notorious bastard, and he commissioned the Titanic to be built because he owned the the shipping company or whatever it's called. So the theory goes is you know it's widely known that J P Morgan was set to board the R M S Titanic on its maiden voyage. However, in a twist of fate, the business pioneer changed his plans last minute, failing to fall into ill to travel, which is bullshit because yeah. we all fall in sick. <laughs> um, so the, conspir- the conspiracy theorists are quick to point out that Morgan's good friend Milton Hershey who owns yeah. Hershey's the chocolate brand also cancelled his trip on the on the boat the same day as well and people question this because um, JP Morgan and you know his rich upper echelon allies were planning to you know introduce the Federal Reserve which just means they control like the majority of the banks in the world and they can print money at their own will 
However, three other millionaires at the time, they'll probably be billionaires in today's time anyway, was, um, I can't remember the name, something Guggenheim, something Ashton. Aster, yeah, your man Aster, Guggenheim. The co-owner of Macy's. Yeah. So all three of them were against it and they were opposed to, you know, J.P. Morgan's plans. So the theory goes that pretty much the whole sinkage and the insurance scams are kind of tied in because I believe it adds more credence to your theory that if he wanted to kill these three people and also get an insurance scam, it would make more reason to, you know, build a whole new ship essentially because the whole insurance thing is like, I feel like it's too much effort to build a whole new ship just to potentially get more than the ship costs in itself. So I think... Personally, I think it's more of a case of killing two birds with one stone. Kill these three billionaires or millionaires who are opposed to your, you know, plans that would benefit you greatly in the future, while also getting an insurance claim. So I think it was. Guggenheim. No, no. So that also adds. Also, remember I mentioned about the captain. Yeah. Being paid off because he Smith. knew. Was, yeah, he knew the plans or whatever his name was. He's like Edward John Smith or something. Yeah. So that EJ Smith, yeah, that's yeah, it. I was thinking about his first name was EJ Smith, yeah. John Smith is such a cliche. My uncle's called John Smith and he drinks yeah. John Smith Lager. <laughs> like it's all he drinks when he goes out is John Smith Lager and his that's name's so John Smith. <laughs> I think so it's pretty much hilarious. Supposedly the whole thing was planned, the captain was in on it, and that's why he was so shook up when everything was happening and he was just unresponsive to any orders or, you know, cries from his staff, I guess. Yeah. There's there's something I was reading into about the actual iceberg itself, and apparently because of because they were sailing in April. Yeah. It's and obviously you know we both live here. April. Wasn't it February? April. It was sixteenth oh. of April, nineteen. Oh okay, okay, okay. Yeah, nineteen twelve or something around then. Was it April, March, whatever? It, it definitely wasn't February. It was yeah. April or March. Um, apparently, when you're sailing and you can see the horizon when it's cold outside, it creates this sort of like. Infraction where like the horizon shortens, yeah. so you can't see things as far over the horizon, and it's the same way with the when the Carpathia was coming. They didn't know the Carpathia was coming until like it was okay. right within within eyesight. Yeah, because yeah. the way the cold air sort of bends the horizon, it creates this like illusion where you can't okay. see anything. But lights will come mm-hmm. over, so they were seeing lights coming over. But with the iceberg, they physically couldn't see it until it was. Yeah, apparently it was like thirty minutes. Li- yeah, like literally they had thirty minutes. Merely the guy, because the guy in the. Crow's Nest? It's called a Crow's Nest. Yeah, Crow's Nest. Yeah, apparently he's seen it for 30 minutes and then let them know, but apparently there was no binoculars. Whoever was there before him locked the binoculars in their chambers and whatnot, which kind of just seems absurd. Yeah. Like, why would you go up there? Surely they would only be up not there. Find like, why is he walking binoculars? about the rest of the ship with fucking binoculars on? Yeah. Just be in one, like, why would they not be in one place? It's ridiculous. I feel like that's part of your job that you'd be like, right, these binoculars are really fucking apparently important. Apparently the Titanic was the first ship where they could lock off Lock off. You can lock off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's every time I hear those two fucking words. Jeez. Um, you can lock off doors like electronically, which was depicted in the movie with the gates, essentially. Oh, they're all shut and down? Yeah. So, really? Elec- yeah. Really? That's I don't know if it was like electronically. Or like, val- like, like some sort of system. Either yeah, way, like that's like impressive. Like or something. Yeah, yeah, that's impressive. Um, so that just has more evidence to being a death trap. Like, I feel like people... Is that not to keep I've, water from coming in though when it is sinking? Oh no, that's the actual thingies. That's the that's like in the very bottom of the ship because the yeah. Titanic was like known for. That's why it was known as unsinkable because it could fill it up had like four twelve of different chambers, cha- four of its chambers or yeah, something. Yeah, before, before it could even sink. Yeah, yeah, because that's the ballasting idea. Because mm. it would just go down shallower under the water yeah. because it would get heavier and the water would be displaced more. So it would just become a shorter, like a, a not as tall ship. Wouldn't be as fast as even. Because it was yeah. eleven stories high, man. Like that is eleven stories is fucking bigger than any 
built within Belfast, like you know what I mean? Like, except for like Grand Central or the Obel Tower, like if you just take like court buildings and stuff, they're like standing. Oh, you want a court? That's like anything. Like yeah, but like just if you're in central Belfast, like there's a few buildings, tall. like there's BT, that's more than 11, I'm pretty sure. BT, so. yeah, well, they're like the big, I'm the just Hilton? talking about like. I didn't have more than that. No, I'd have more, I'd have more. But either way, like, it's a tall yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. ship. It was four True. four blocks long as well, you know what I mean? Man, back then, looking at that, I think you'd be like, fuck me, huge. Obviously, in comparison to ships nowadays, like, if you mm-hmm. just put that ship next to the... Get up Titanic beside, um, very interesting picture, Titanic beside the um, Oasis of the Seas comparison. Like, it's comparing it to the biggest ship of today. Well, the Oasis isn't the biggest ship today anymore. They built another one, but back when this photo was, like, sort of made. And, yeah. That one there. So that's how so big the Titanic's ti- in front. Yeah, Titanic's in front. That's how big the Titanic would be compared to modern day ships. Oh, that Oasis ship is fast. Yeah, I was on the Voyager of the Seas, which is the second biggest, and like, see those ships? They're just fucking cities. There's malls inside I mean, them, like rest, yeah, you could fit an airplane in the Titanic. You could really fit yeah, like two. Yeah, quite, yeah. probably a couple smaller ones. Yeah. Yeah. But, no. but even still, like even if, even if you just take the length, so obviously from the front mm. there, the Titanic's a lot slimmer, but lengthwise, and they're the only it's only about hundred meters. So this outside show is the Queen Mary. The Queen Mary's, yeah, that, that I think that was one of the biggest ships before. Yeah. That is, yeah. So they're just, it was a massive, massive ship, so it was just a complete feat of engineering. Which sort of, you know, a lot of public attention, so a lot of people just listening to what they're told by the media, so not really looking towards yeah, JP true, Morgan and stuff, you know true. what I mean? Like, the media said it was hit by an iceberg. And they probably Everyone's own, gonna believe like, that. I'm pretty sure they own, you know, the media companies and whatnot, but... Yeah. There's the bullshit theories as well. these people anyway, like... Pretty much they don't exist, but they exist, but they don't do... They're not in the limelight, essentially. Yeah, because they're so up there. That yeah, like, I'm pretty like, sure, what's his name? One of the Rothschilds died, like, a couple of years back. And, no like, one you see well, he one headline. I see one headline on, like, Twitter, and that was Ed. Really? Yeah. yeah. The dudes look like shit, though. Yeah, they're, because they're drinking children's blood. That's another thing we need <laughs> to discuss. <laughs> Someone tweeted something about him having, like, nine heart transplants and stuff, and he finally died. I'm like, he looks like he's had nine trans- yeah. heart transplants. Yeah, I think I've seen the photo where it's like, I am Rothschild, blah, blah, blah. Like, he funded, mm-hmm. they, that family funded Napoleon and stuff, like all the Napoleonic Wars. Like, that's how like they are. The movie Titanic could have been a lot better if they incorporated some of these theories or made it more dramatic. Like, oh, you know, they should have told it from like Guggenheim and all these rich people's perspective. Because yeah. I'm sure they realized or at least theorized that someone's trying to fuck us here. Because they would have been known, they would have known from the jump, immediately they set sail. JP Morgan didn't board, Hershey didn't board, these fuckers off the nose. Yeah, like that's like, yeah. one, it's like one of those, it's like a fucking meme. Like mm. they're on the ship and it's that sail, they're like, wait, where's everybody else? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh it was fuck. At this moment, yeah. he knew. He, he fucked, fucked up. up. <laughs> yeah. I'd shit myself, but like, mm. you know what I was thinking about when I was looking into this? I remember when I was flying to, when I was flying to Italy recently, like mm-hmm. in August there, Milan. we were flying over um, the ocean and I remember looking down and seeing like this tiny little ship but like from where I was it was just a, it was probably a fucking huge oil yeah, tanker it's probably hundreds of meters long but to me it was this tiny, tiny little ship in the middle of just fucking ocean <laughs> oh, in the middle of just ocean but it wasn't even like flying obviously flying the it's mostly it's land insignificant we are in comparison yeah. to the so earth, yeah. imagine being on the Titanic and you're in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean which is the Atlantic's the biggest isn't it yeah, the Pacific's the deepest you're in the middle of the Atlantic like quite literally in the middle of the Atlantic because they were only a couple of days into the voyage was it like three days or took three days to get there and i think it was four days when they sunk and i think it was meant to be i don't know how many days the whole f- uh, a week or something yeah but either way it's a, a couple of days so they were like halfway in the middle of the Atlantic ocean no land around them no other That's boats cool. for fucking hundreds of miles imagine the fear and panic 
you're sitting there with your kids and you're going, yeah, this we're dying in the middle of the ocean. Your bodies are never going to get found. You know the way... Um, You've had an argument with your wife before you left and you can't even tell you love her. Surviving, though. Yeah, you know, can't even tell you love first. her. It'd just be, it'd be terrifying. the way it is, ladies and children's first. Imagine that's today's society. I identify as a female. <laughs> I identify you, as a you female. You don't even have to. <laughs> nah, it's not even... You don't even have to because obviously, you know, equality and whatnot. It's like, yeah. why is it... Like, fair enough, I understand children go first, you know. They still have some, you know, my son still hasn't done his GCSE, so go ahead, survive their son. Yeah. But, um, I don't have a son, by the way, Jesus Christ. But, <laughs> um, men and then women will be more debatable. It's like, I guess anyone can go because, you know, mm. equality. Well, supposing today in modern times we have all this new technology, if a sink's going to ship and it's taking a couple yeah. hours, they'll be able to get another ship out there before yeah. it even touches the bottom of the water. But saying Probably, that, certainly, yeah. Yeah, but saying that, like, one thing that isn't surprising is. I was looking into this. This shit happens all the fucking what, time sinking? with ships. Yeah, like Reckon sinking ships for insurance. Like there was one ship called the Salem. All the in time South Africa. back in the day. No, just all, the, just, just all the time. Oh, like wow. the, mo- the one I was reading up was the Salem. It was coming from the port of Durban in South Africa, and yeah. they were taking Kuwaiti oil. And South Africa at the time was going through like a recession. They had yeah. no oil. It was 1979. They had no oil, so they just changed the name of this ship, docked it in Durban, took all the oil, and then we had to send it up to Genoa, Italy, and then just fucking sink it. And we're like, yep, yeah, we'll take all that money, buy more oil. Jeez. Like it happens. Um, it was a, it was I think it was a period from nineteen seventy seven to nineteen seventy nine. It happened to like six big fucking ships. Like they just did it, and no everyone was like, oh well, yeah, true. That's it done. No one's gonna say anything. And even then, that was still super modern. They could still make Did a phone call. Insurance like add more clauses, and you know like how insurance companies today are very tedious, and like you could get a full package of insurance, but it still doesn't cover everything. Essentially, like would he not? I don't know. You'd think there'd be more insured. <laughs> But um, that's horrible. I don't. I feel like insurance companies fucking wait for this shit to happen because mm. like that's what keeps them afloat. Like if you if you have like a car insurance company and no cars ever crash, you're not gonna have a car insurance company. True, you're not gonna make any money. You know what I mean? And because it's not even. Wait, no, 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 no. You don't want cars to crash because then you don't have to like pay people or fix their cars. Yeah, but you're not getting a payout either. The insurance company takes money from the payout. I mean, like, your car's crashing into other cars and, like, okay, them okay. getting a claim. Not, like, your car oh, crashing right. under your insurance. But, I mean, like, if you never, if you have an insurance company and no cars ever crash into them, mm-hmm. like, you don't make any fucking money. Was Benjamin Guggenheim, that was his name. I swear there's, there's a mu- museum called The Guggenheim, Guggenheim in New York, yeah, an art museum. Okay. The Guggenheim, yeah. I don't know if it's the same person, like, it could be. I mean, it's the only time I've heard that word or name. Yeah, it's a very weird-looking building. I'm pretty sure. I think I've seen a photo of it. Oh, or that's the... Is like honeycomb or some shit? I don't know, but it's I feel like honeycomb's in there somewhere. Yeah, but if it is connected to that, man, I, nah, JP Morgan done that shit. He's <laughs> <laughs> a dog. Cause I tried to reserve exist like a couple years later after the sinkage, and it was just like, what is the Federal Reserve? Is that where all the money gets held? Essentially, and it's like they own a bank in almost so, like for example, the Rothschild or Rockefeller. I don't know. if JP Morgan is part of them, but he's a major bank, you know, Morgan and Chase, so JP, yeah. Oh, so Chase Bank, for example. Is that, yeah. See, I didn't realize. So pretty much, they own, they own a national bank in every single country in the world, apart from like North Korea, Cuba, and I think there's one more. I'd be surprised if it fucking exactly. so it's like, wasn't even there. So the Federal Reserve, oh, how do I explain this? How do I explain well, this? Well, I think what the better question is, is, what benefit does JP Morgan get by creating the Federal Reserve? Oh, pretty much um, they can loan money out to nations and then obviously for interest and like all these countries own debt to them essentially. And, and pay it off. Yeah, so like money. all these countries that own trillions, essentially own trillions to them 
and they yeah. have that means that allows them to have leverage and you know um i was gonna say i was gonna say i was gonna say like negotiate negotiation powers but that's essentially what leverage is essentially so and also allows them to just print up money at their own free will cause so hyperinflation if they wanted to jp morgan's then more sort of leaning into like the government side of things yeah by creating these so he's not even he's, he's surpassed the point of being like a multi, like in this day and yeah. age he'd be a like he surpassed that, time, that point at that time i think he's like the modern day jeffrey i've seen that's what jeffrey i've seen did he owned banks and he went to jeffrey he, he, didn't own anything that was just all covered oh yeah he was covered yeah, up like, but like what he was some, down for was like massive fashion designer hedge funds Haley's and stuff house yeah yeah like, oh the guy yeah the, the guy that was victoria's secret yeah give him a 70 yes. million dollar house in new york yeah, and it's shaped, it's it's shaped like shaped like a mosque. Have you ever seen the photo of it? A mosque. It's shaped like a mosque. Will you see oh. this shit? That house is shaped like a mosque. We're going off topic again. Oh but yeah, fuck we, that we shit. This is interesting. We're bad advocates. Yeah, bad advocates. That's the whole fucking yeah. point of the podcast. Hold on. It takes you a bit. What I want to type in Jeffrey Epstein. We need to do an episode about him. Ah uh, yeah. What's his face, Andrew? Because you see, he had an interview last night. Prince Andrew. Oh, Prince Andrew. Queen's second son. He had an what interview was he last saying? night, and it was like because there's a f- some girl came out and said, uh he defo shagged me when I was like 17 Great. and there's a photo of both of them together and he was like nah don't my know. excuse would just be made I don't watch the full interval so nah, I, I don't want to paraphrase because I'm misinformed that's what the guy the, the guy that owns Victoria's Secret gave him that house it is shaped like a fucking mosque it is the, the Israeli flag it's the Israeli flag it's fucking blue and white like the house of a Bond villain yeah exactly and he is a fucking Bond villain like he has his own private island yeah. and his own loaded uh, exactly. express someone, like gave him that private island like because the dude yeah. doesn't make money from... What I was listening to about him last night is this sort of still ties into the J.B. Morgan thing because they're yeah. basically the same person. Is He had hedge funds and hedge funds are a very good way to get bribes off people because it looks like... If so, say you, you have like a charity, yeah, it looks like investment and constantly transa- transactions, but they're it's taking the money. money laundering as well, probably. Yeah. But what I heard was he sort of lent, he lent money from this hedge fund to banks because mm-hmm. he was, as you said, he was like a nobody. Like he was just rich. Yeah. No one knows where the fuck he is rich, but their excuse was like he was an investor for banks and he, he gave banks money to set themselves up yeah. and then he made money when they paid him back but looking into it more it's all just fucking it's okay, just yeah. it's back to this J.B. Morgan thing like we have people like that nowadays go back 100 years how bad were they then mm. if we have these big massive pedophiles with all this money nowadays with all this technology and they're still getting away with it back then of course they didn't get away with sinking the Titanic yeah true that's what I'm saying get, it's yeah. over 100 years ago and we yeah. have this much information if we had like actual instant messaging or like access to the internet then then it would have been proven a long time ago yeah even, or not even because they're getting away with shit today after, after like this whole sinkage and like some of the su- the workers that survived they were dragged in by like the, not military but like the government and like signed secret yeah, they had a sign, they had yeah. secret document saying that they you can't speak about was it anything NRA? It was you a, believed yeah. yeah and like pretty much if they spoke up about it they'll be arrested and you know in prison yeah. for like 20 plus years and once they get out they won't be employable ever again and apparently yeah. one guy wrote a note to his father explaining what happened and then on his deathbed his father was like I will here you go yeah even the 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 guy that wrote the book about the switch he oh, sort of the, um, what's the book called the fall of the titan or something not like that, that one, one. Not that's, that that's the one that was like for, that's to get on to that in a second yeah. that's very interesting but um, the guy that wrote the book about why the titanic could have been switched yeah he sort of finished that book being like uh, yeah not really like uh, what, yeah, it's, just a con- it's just a conspiracy yeah exactly because he, of he that. finished the book pretty much saying it was hypothetical, like, hypothetical and be, then he woke yeah. up from a dream like but I think I, I don't know if it was on his deathbed because it always seems to be on their deathbed yeah, it probably true. wasn't it was probably like towards the end of his life mm-hmm. he admitted that 
there's a very high likelihood that the Titanic was switched Definitely. to something else. But it's just all this idea of covering up because there's so many. There's funny because there's just there's funny shit to it. Like you no know way you have the idea of nine eleven and there's all these other theories surrounding yeah. like the government doing it. There's all like that's just it's the one that I was reading about the Catholics. It didn't come oh, around until yeah, the nineteen fifties, yeah. and apparently people still ask the guy the guy that wrote that book. People still ask him about it, being like, "Was it all because of the Catholics? Because of the Catholic ship workers in Harlem Wolf? Yeah. Harlem Wolf didn't have Catholic ship workers. <laughs> they weren't allowed to fucking work there. The Catholics didn't get jobs, mm. and then um, apparently because the the numbers of the boat backwards spelled no pope. It didn't even none of those no, numbers no, yeah. never existed on the Titanic. I think it was four oh one, was like. The, ma- the only you number got a way of making your own fairy tale back then, like oh yeah, hundred percent. If you just had enough money, you could enough money and a little bit of you know, what's the word? Gravitas. No confidence. Uh, reputation. Or reputation. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like for Not all reputation, we- but what's the credibility? Credibility. Yeah, yeah. Credibility. That's the word. Well, I'm sure. Well, that's what people do. Like people mm. think the government's credible, and they make fairy tales every fucking day of the week, like the Titanic not being the Titanic. Unless one of the big, one of the big conspiracy theories argue, we should argue for why it just sank it was it was the titanic and it just sank oh it just i feel like there's more evidence for it being a switch than it was actually being yeah you know, a new well, ship. i have i have some shit here that sort of breaks it all down so let me i'll read one out because this one sort of gives you mm-hmm. like the claim and then the lowdown of it so it's so what's this one here that's the way the, the port holds that one's not as interesting because yeah. if we already talked about it let me see which ones i can get up um, can't change windows on a ship though. that one's fucking portholes as well apparently why the fuck's this all about portholes there's another one about portholes hey hey you know like the top part of a ship is called the poop deck <laughs> is that not just from cartoons no like even with a plane the thing is called a cockpit that's fucking hilarious yeah not cockpit named, I reckon it was the same person that named both those things cause yeah he's just taking the piss childish I'd probably do that though. If I was yeah. making a new, if I was making like a new a vehicle, new the driver would sit in the dick balls. You know what I mean? The what? Sorry. He'd be sitting in the dick balls. Jesus. That'd be where the driver would sit, just because it's funny. So here's the well. Here's the one about the insurance. Mm-hmm. So the claim is that the Titanic's, Titanic's insurance was increased five days before the maiden voyage, which resulted in J.P. Morgan receiving twelve and a half million in her in insurance payouts from Lloyd's Maritime Insurance, which is Lloyd's bank today, and as well, mm-hmm. Allianz was also a bank back then that helped insure it. That's estimated over $160 million today, more than they could have ever recovered if they had sold or scrapped her. And then the the, the breakdown of it is, um, as if somehow to counteract this fact, it has been alleged that Titanic's insurance was increased by J.P. Morgan from 5 to 12.5 million, five days, blah, blah, blah. And Some go as far to state that Lloyd's paid out 12.5 million, blah, blah, blah. Le- there is no evidence that the insurance was increased, but this is the part that I was sort of dodgy on. Yeah. Listen, so it's let alone by more than double its value, which would immediately raise suspicion. Ismay went on public record at the April 12th the United States Senate hearing and was also reported in the official public findings that the value of Titanic was $7.5 million, a figure independently verified by the New York Times and the Spectator at $8 million, so within, you know, rounded up, mm-hmm. which insured at only $5 million. As reported by the Senate Inquiry, the New York Times, and Lloyd's itself, if indeed Titanic had been insured at last minute for $12.5 million, as alleged by conspiracy theorists. Jeez. Jimmy, pull that up. I wish I knew how to disconnect that. Yeah. 
Apparently, this would not have raised serious alarm bells in the minds of insurers at the time, especially if it was part of the public record that the value was $7.5 million. Quite simply, the Titanic was underinsured, the main reason being that the White Star Line actually insured its own ships, and any allegation to the contrary of an increase needs evidence for which, at the present, there is nothing nothing but unverified speculation. Mm -hmm. However, I'm going to see who who set up the New York Times. I'm going to type in the New York Times, J.P. Morgan. Is that not who set up the New York Times? I'm just, it? I'm just going to see if there's any relation, because this is... Isn't that, what's his name? Uh, Rupert Murdoch? Well, obviously at that time was probably someone else. Yeah, but I'm just seeing if he has any relation to it, because yeah. it's the same way Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post, so they can't make any bad posts about Jeff yeah, Bezos, you know what I mean? It's actually crazy how much influence and power these people have. Like, they can't just be content with owning the company. They need to own means of, you know... I don't even know. Okay, so, um... Power. No, it's just giving me it's just giving me articles for, like it's just giving me New York Times articles yeah. about J P Morgan. So I don't think there's any, any connection between J P Morgan and the New York and New York Times, which is a good thing, which means it's a credible source. Yeah, it's it's not being it's not people. But if it's a friend. Yeah, but that know. that what I just read out there, seemed very like, jumpy, mm-hmm. like one minute Bruce is saying seven point five, and then the New York Times yeah, saying eight million, size. and it's then like... one saying twelve point five, and they, all it said there that really was a point against that claim about the insurance fraud was at the time this was like a normal thing that happened it's like well how the fuck do you know that this is 107 years ago you don't know shit that was that thing i was written was written in october 2019 you know what i mean <laughs> last like, month. yeah it was written like last <laughs> month the guy wrote that yeah so how the fuck what the fuck does he know about insurance back then like even photos there's very few photos i was just like how i question why there's so much evidence hmm it was like, such an old time ago. The only evidence for it hitting an iceberg was it hit an iceberg. Like, that's it. It hit an iceberg. The and wreckage that's has it. a big hole in it as yeah. well. And apparently the, the captain was being a dick and was being ignorant. But would they have had a way back then of sort of knowing where icebergs were? Sonar, think? potentially. Sonar? Because, no, there was a ship that went past them. And, like, they were making media calls when they were sinking. But the ship, the guy who's on the radio thingy, he was asleep. And it's not radio, but you know what I mean. I don't think it's sonar specifically because that's more. But there were submarines back in those times, so I'd assume sonar. They had submarines. Yeah, because there's a theory that it was sunk by a German U-boat. Hmm. I've yeah. heard. Yeah, I think I, I think I heard that. But um, pretty much, um, there was a ship that went past through there. I think they were coming the opposite way, and they sent messages to the Titanic like multiple times, but the captain just ignored him. He was like, "Nah, my dick's bigger." Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, another thing that everyone everyone always forgets about that I've just remembered is it is the three sister ships it is the Olympic the Titanic and the oh, yeah, Britannic yeah, yeah. they're all written at the same time the See, third, was the third one that made afterwards the Britannic yeah but yeah 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 well but, uh, it was made before it made after, but the Olympic was made before the Titanic either way the three sister mm. ships the Britannic was also blown up the Olympic had a big hole ripped in the side of it and yeah. the Titanic had an iceberg all, in all three ships had some tragedy happen to them and like the Olympic they didn't they lost that initial insurance claim yeah. so that's probably that's probably why that existed in the first place just to get an insurance claim yeah. you know? so it just seems like maybe these three ships were set up a lot of public sort of eye on them mm. and then they're all just getting blown up and everyone's making money and all the rich are happy and then they're killing 1,501 people on board the Titanic out of the 270 2,751 passengers you know it wasn't full capacity it was like they only filled like half the ship apparently with passengers yeah hmm Suppose the tickets are probably super expensive, and their yeah, maiden true, voyage true. was from Belfast, man. If you go back to Belfast, nineteen twelve, no his cash. Deposit, his deposit was like three hundred dollars, and that was just a deposit for a seat. Well, that's back then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's probably like yeah, that's a couple, 10, 15, yeah, yeah, that's a lot of money. 
because because if, if ten million is transferring to one hundred and sixty million, mm. it's three hundred dollars back then. It's, it's a couple. It's a, over and a I couple just of grand. Yeah, but then people sneeze money. You know what I mean? Literally, could be cancelled. Fucking sneeze money. I just find it so baffling how two of the richest men in the world cancelled the other three richest men yeah. died. It's like there has to be something. There has to be some sort of connection, some sort of intention, some sort yeah. of plan. Well, even that, I think if you just look at common sense, I think if we take Occam's razor and we look at this, mm-hmm. so no, just take Occam's razor, just take the simplest, I- the yeah. simplest idea. So the simplest idea, first of all, is that it just hit an iceberg. That was the simplest. But if we Take away that theory and talk about this and are we bad advocates? Why did minds? they have the iceberg? Why are they going for so fast? Yeah. Why are there no binoculars and the crows and this? Or there's like so, slice so all this many stuff variables off. that could have prevented them hitting an iceberg. Yeah. It all just comes down Too to many. do we trust the mega rich? And the answer to that is no. No. Until I'm rich, then. Yeah, but you will never. You will. Then you're. Well, I never, if you want to yeah. be that rich. Yeah. Like. Because there's money doesn't have a. There's no concept of money anymore. Yeah. There's no concept of money anymore. You like, can get I everything. Wonder, I always like, wonder how these families live, like the Rothschild and thingy, because you don't get any of their like offspring. So it's like, their lives must be very boring. No wonder they're going to islands and being nonces. Or like, that doesn't justify it. But yeah. it's like, what do they have to live for? Because you're not gonna grow up and want to be a teacher. Are you? You're not gonna grow up and want to be a fucking podcaster. Like, yeah, because you, you have all, you have everything you need. You can be whatever you want. Like you probably have butlers. I mean, you can be whatever you want at the click of a finger. Everything you want to go be, go wherever you want, own go, whatever you want. You don't want to go anymore because there's no idea of working for it. Or mm, and like these families are supposedly worth trillions. Yeah, the Rothschilds at least like they're worth fucking Scary. boogaloo money. How fucking do you want to live in that family? Because like, what would bring you happiness? Yeah, I'd hate to have what a couple trillion. I'd hate it. The only thing that could bring them happiness. Is the misfortune of others, or just playing like, or just playing puppeteer, like controlling the media and controlling the world essentially. Yeah, and but even that should get boring because if that's all you do in your whole life, the pursuit of knowledge as well, and trying to know everything mm-hmm. and have everything, you know what I mean. You reckon they know what's in the Vatican? Let's not segue. <laughs> the Vatican archives, jeez, this probably all. I I honestly think that every conspiracy theory is com- comes down to like the ultra rich, the mega rich, and yeah, they have all the answers essentially. Like. I just can't help but think that we are, we've, we've died, not even that, we've died and we've just entered this idea of like. I think the mega rich are time travellers. You think so? I don't know, I feel like it's so absurd. They probably have that shit. so rich from so early. But like if you just think about the world now, like, Mm -hmm. so let's say like we go back 10 years and someone was like, you have to write a script for what's going to happen for the next 10 years. Donald Trump becomes president. Brexit happens. Um, and that's all like within a span of a year. Yeah, Jeffrey. It turns out that all the all the ultra richer fucking pe- pedophiles mm-hmm. go back ten years and ask them about this, they laugh in your face. They're like, how could Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton be pedophiles? How how could that happen? Yeah, you know what I mean. People be like, that's a fucking lie. But now it's all come out, but it's all true. And it's just as if yeah. it's as like, if someone's he, written a script. I was, I was watching Joe Rogan the other day, and it was like Joe Rogan literally said, Bill Clinton. Has come has flew with Jeffrey Epstein twenty six times. 20, uh, com- uh, confirmed twenty six times. Jorgen was like, I haven't even flew that many times with my mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think I've flew that many times with my mom. Yeah, he was I, touching kids like, like over ten times. I flew with my mom definitely, but twenty six, not a chance. Like Clinton was the thing with Clinton is he definitely has an issue. Like he's a sex addict because he could have done. He he has been to Epstein's island, but he still for some reason was so shagging Monica Lewinsky in the White House. Yeah. Like, bro, if you're trying to keep something secretive, you don't shag someone at your workplace. Will Smith was at Epstein's Island. The list got released of everyone that's ever boarded and Will Smith was on it. Wait, seriously? Yeah. How old was he, though? He might have been getting shagged. 
Oh no, Lord, what's my sick fucking 50 something mod? I don't want to do that. He's, he's like the Siege like of Zapstein. Yeah, like boss was on the way. Yeah, there's a lot of celebrities that were on it. Put a downer on it. It wasn't just like it wasn't just like um a couple of the ultra rich. There was yeah. just normal celebrities that were on that plane. Lowly Lowly Airlines. Yeah, but um, what was I going to say there? I had a I had a good wee segue there, but it was like a good wee segue just to end the podcast. Into what topic we're on? Just even it was just. Like ghosts, like I could just end this on ghosts right now. Like my idea. Apparently, there's ghosts. always ghost sightings in terms of like world and museums for the Titanic. Oh, apparently, like, and I think the helm of the ship was recovered, and like, apparently, the captain's ghost always wanders about. <laughs> or there was some woman. Oh, the thingy, you know, like in the Titanic, the movie, the stairwell. Yeah. Apparently, like that was recovered, and like wherever it's located, there's always like some woman, like some photographer in like the early nineties. Actually, no, it wouldn't have been the early nineties. When did they recover the Titanic? The early nineties. When did they recover? Early nineties. Is that when they recovered uh, some of the ruins? Yeah, I don't know if they even recovered any of the ruins. Well, I don't think they're they're not allowed to take anything from them. It's a gravesite. Isn't that stuff in the Titanic museum? It's a porthole. Oh. And like a couple of little bits. Oh, that's dumb. It's just they recreated the staircase. Okay. That's the yeah, but then why would ghosts go to recreations? See, well, let's. I've got this idea, ghosts, which I was explaining to someone last night, and it was my first time sort of explaining it to someone that like had an opposite view for me and mm-hmm. I sort of realised that it is sort of a good point it sort of makes sense because in my head it was just me talking fucking nonsense yeah but you think what? I think so Albert, Albert Einstein came up with the law of thermodynamics and the law of thermodynamics says quote don't, don't quote me on this Luke type in the law of thermodynamics but as he says energy cannot be destroyed it can only be re- like replaced or transferred Mm-hmm. It can't, so you can never get rid of energy it just goes somewhere else so okay. if you boil a kettle it goes from kinetic energy into electric energy into heat what energy the three laws of thermodynamics the three laws of d- thermodynamics define physical qu- uh, quantities temperature energy and entropy 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 yeah uh, that characterizes thermodynamics systems at thermal equilibrium the third law of thermodynamics yeah that's pretty much it yeah like so energy cannot be destroyed mm-hmm. so what I was saying is there's energy in humans, and I don't mean like energy is like, like yeah, like I love yeah. your energy. I mean energy is in like there is physical like, yeah. There's just we live in that. There's energy in this table. There's energy in this lamp. Everything. There's energy in this bottle. Like there just has to be. It's kinetic energy. It's fucking mm-hmm. heat energy. Like it's anything. There's there's energy in everything. So what I was thinking was when we die, and let's say I died in this room right now, mm-hmm. my energy has to go somewhere. Yeah. So I have this idea, and it's probably just fucking complete nonsense. But this idea that when we die, that energy, the the stuff around us, like this table and these walls and the ceiling, it has a sort of memory, okay. but not like a memory in which it's cognizant and it has thoughts. Yeah, but it can retain, like can like, yeah. it can retain energy. It can okay. retain stuff within it. And when you walk into a room and you go, "Fuck, it's cold in here," without prior knowledge of anyone down on that room, but you walk in and go, "It feels weird in here." Like I don't like sitting in here. It feels a bit dodgy. Like just a, you get it's places like, eerie. like that, like yeah. eerie places. Mm-hmm. It's because. The objects in that room are giving you an energy, and when you see a ghost, you do not physically see a ghost, but your brain reads reads it. that energy and yeah, projects, projects it, it yeah. onto you. So, I like that. yeah, but that it just ties into that idea of like we don't like in in the seventeen hundreds when Louis Pasteur was coming up with the idea for vaccinations, and he was trying to say, oh, there's bacteria on everything, like these little insects run about, and they make us sick. He was cast out of the fucking scientific community. They said to him, they were like, how the fuck can bacteria be a thing, dickhead? Right. Like, we can't say it. They thought you got sick from bad air. They thought you breathed bad air. That's how you got sick. 
obviously you go forward 300 yeah. years and we know for a fact he's right we use vaccinations every day they don't give you autism we use, <laughs> we use vaccinations people you have them every day to save like lives and he is right yeah and you have people nowadays going like oh ghosts can't be real it's like like the guy last night that i was talking to he said that we have peaked we have peaked scientifically and i was just like mate mate he thinks we he's like we so peaked scientifically. he's like we know everything evolved. man we've peaked scientifically and i was like mate so he mate. doesn't think we're gonna like develop any more I was, I seen this guy. But he's not a stupid guy. He's yeah. a smart, but he just, I think he just misspoke. But I, I mean, I was just like, mate, that's mm. just not true. Like, <laughs> I was like, we need, we've got so much more shit to invent. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, it still like, takes us seven so hours to get the America. Like, we still have so many problems in the world that still need resolution. And that's how we resolve them. Because when, when problems come about, you know, so do solutions. So do the geniuses of the world. Yeah. But anyways, that's the theory on the Titanic. Mm-hmm. And that's us talking about the Titanic. I hope you guys enjoyed. It wasn't... I feel like we got a lot of points off. Whether it was structured well enough is something we'll work on in the future because obviously, yeah. you know, we're just starting. But at the end of the day, it's called the Bad Advocates Podcast. Yeah, we we're bad advocates. Given, you know? But we will get even we'll get even better at being bad advocates. Oh, but this... Or worse. <laughs> or worse, we'll get worse at being bad advocates. It whatever way it works. Yeah, whatever way it works. But at the minute, we're still just sort of feeling our way around it. It's very new to 